0: Hi folks, welcome to Are You A Fan, presented by Moonbound Productions. If you like the episode, give us a follow, like, heck, maybe even share it with a friend. So, question for the audience and question for Joker here. So, If you could have an elemental superpower, but unfortunately half your body has to be scarred through it, and you have to deal with that pain of it, which power are you picking?
1: Honestly, I'd probably go with lightning. I mean, lightning scarring actually looks pretty be, pretty dope. It does actually look so, pretty cool. Then, I mean, I'd, I'd like to be a Sith Lord.
0: Of course you would. <laughs> I'd be maybe. a little
1: smarter than uh, Palpatine, <laughs> but. And also, if I'm not going to lie, I feel like the lightning
0: would be the least painful one. Just because it'd be so instantaneous. Yep. Ah, oh, man, it's a tough one. Uh, I might go with ice for the numbing factor.
1: I figured you would go with the fire because you're already used to the burns.
0: (laughs) I mean, maybe that's why I'm avoiding it because I already know how painful that is.
1: So I'm just like, I'm like,
0: I've been burnt. Wait, shouldn't I already have fire powers? Like I haven't been burnt over half my body, but I've been burnt burnt enough to. So you're also not really
1: scarred from it. You really don't have any burn scars.
0: That's because of my Wolverine healing factor. But <laughs> I digress. This leads us into this week's character. We're going to be covering Heatwave, also known as Mick Rory. So, real world history. Heatwave was first introduced in The Flash, issue number 140, written by John Broom. I don't know how I feel about having a last name. In the room. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you said something because I'm just like I'm like there's a joke there, and I'm just gonna leave it.
1: <laughs> so he would first be made as a rival to uh, for Captain Cold. However, in recent comics, Jeff Johns uh, Rory looks up to Captain Cold, and uh, to help him keep his obsession at bay, though Cold would think that he'll he'll eventually become beyond help. Which, you know, makes sense knowing Rory. Yeah, Um, and
0: uh, just from what I've uh, researched on him and from the way, because I I love him in the show Legends and that, he definitely seems like a handful of a character. Oh, God, yeah. So uh, let's move on. Another short one this week, folks, because that's kind of all we got for his real world. So in-universe. Born on a farm outside Central City, Mick Rory became fascinated with fire as a child. This fascination turned into an obsession, and one night he set his family's home ablaze. His obsession was so great that he simply watched the flames engulf his house instead of running to get help. Which...
1: Ah, man, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, He's already pretty messed up from, from a very young age. Yeah, which, uh... Dang. Which doesn't make me happy, though, because, like, I don't remember who was in The Flash or in Legends where Legends. they visited in the past, but it was nice to know that they pretty much just took it from the comic. Yeah, no, actually... actually really didn't change much.
0: I remember when I was reading that, I'm like, oh, my God, they, like, straight up showed that
1: scene in, the, in like, Legends. I think they added more to it, but for the most part, like, they didn't really change it, which was nice. I mean, the only really adding to it which
0: makes sense because of time travel was them coming and grabbing him after he did yeah because of other things that were going on but it was nice to just see them straight up just be like well i mean it's simplistic enough let's just do that like
1: pretty much every other character in comics that gets moved into movies or cartoons like oh we're gonna change most of your backstory it's like no we're not gonna do that with this guy yeah which was awesome It was pretty cool.
0: I I enjoyed that aspect.
1: So, after that event, Rory would live with his uncle, and his pyromania continued and would be forced to run away after locking a schoolmate in his house and setting it on fire, after the boy locked Rory in a meat locker during a field trip.
0: I mean, I'm not saying it was the appropriate level of
1: response. (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) I, I, I get having some kind of response but uh. i believe the res- i believe responding was appropriate
0: i believe the level at which he responded was a little much but at the same time you know like people stop bullying people like you never know who's just like a straight-up psychopath
1: <laughs> clearly he didn't
0: yeah <laughs> it's like hey i'm gonna pick on this kid why is my house on fire the door's locked let me out God, that is yeah would be horrible Oh, right, but, you know, same time, I, yeah, no, it's just crazy. Okay, so uh, uh, he took a job as a fire eater with a traveling circus. This did not last long either as he ended up setting the circus on fire. He has an intense fear of the cold called uh, cryophobia. This was due to a school field trip, noted above, uh, to which, you know, they went to the slaughterhouse and that kid locked him in a freezer. Which... Just,
1: just noting the uh, pattern here is he just keeps setting <laughs> things on fire. <laughs> yeah. Makes me wonder, did he do the circus on fire on purpose or was this one an accident? Because <laughs> so could... far everything else, I feel like his, his childhood home, the extent was an accident, but there was a fire on purpose. I mean, (laughs) you can choose to keep this in here or not, but I may be
0: admitting to something. We got it under control. FYI. But, um, I mean, we didn't, me and my friend, I was, I've been, I, I get the pyromania and it's never on purpose that you set a field on fire. But, you know, sometimes it gets away from you and just starts going in sense. That's
1: why you always bring an extinguisher with but you. But that's different. That's on accident. But I'm just saying. But, you like, always... the extent of where he said the kid's house on fire, that was intentional. Oh, the ki- kid's house but on that's fire. What that's total. what I'm asking, though. What happened with the circus? Was it on purpose or was it on accident? I mean, because
0: right now we have two examples beforehand where it's one and then another. So... I could see the circus almost being on accident, but given the way he reacted with his parents' house, start as an accident and then he just sat there for way too long to where it's like, Oh no, I no, now this is a crime. Oh this yeah. This has become a crime.
1: Well, it just makes me wonder because I don't really talk about the circus much besides it being set on fire, but it's like wasn't intentional.
0: Yeah, I
1: because like, he definitely has a pattern going of he setting everything on fire. I'm gonna go with not the I'm going to go kind of his parents'
0: house situation. Where it
1: it started as a small fire, but just kind of grew because he just sat and watched it. Yep. To where it started as, like, just him, just a little fun pyromania. And then at
0: a certain point, he just looks around. He's like, oh, I'm a criminal now.
1: (laughs) Again. I (laughs) was like, you've been a criminal. (laughs) I guess again would be more accurate. (laughs) So it would be these events that would make him desperate to fight his uh, fire obsession after seeing the rogues in action in Central City. He decided to use his mania to become a villain, and uh, he would create a protective costume made of, made of asbestos, which at this time would not be known of the dangers of asbestos, and would build a gun-sized flamethrower, nicknamed the Hot Rod, and <laughs> become Heat Wave. I, mean, I feel like that's a perfect name for, for a flamethrower. It kind of is, actually. <laughs> Be even better if it had like the hot rod paint job with the flames on it, dude. <laughs> missed opportunity, right? Missed opportunity, and I
0: could see I could see uh, Mick doing that. I could see Heat Wave. Oh god, yeah, definitely in his alley. And I do love the fact that they do bring up the asbestos thing,
1: right? Because yeah, like
0: that was a lot of people forget that was a huge thing used for flame like as a flame retardant at one point. But unfortunately, it also kills people, so... Yeah. Which, ah, uh, man. I mean, I, I'm glad they retracted that. They're like, oh, okay, now that we know it's dangerous, we're not going to have him do that. Because <laughs> he may be crazy, but I don't think he's that
1: crazy. I hope. <laughs> he did set a kid's house on fire with him inside. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know. You got you, got,
0: you got you can't just let that slide. <laughs>
1: But I feel that proves he is crazy.
0: Like, I'm crazy. I'm just not self-harming crazy. That.
1: See, that makes more sense. Yeah,
0: that that that's where we go. So, as he was committing crimes in Central City, it was inevitable that he would run into the Flash. Which he did quite regularly. Subsequently, he also ended up in jail quite regularly. Which, you know, that... I feel like that goes without saying with The Flash. He also became an adversary of Captain Cold due to his aversion to cold temperatures. It was Captain Cold who introduced Heatwave to the rogues. And in his first appearance, they teamed up to get rid of The Flash. As they competed over a newscaster they both had fallen in love with. It was Captain Cold who introduced Heatwave to the rogues. And in his first appearance, they teamed up to get rid of the Flash as they competed over a newscaster they had both fallen in love with and fought each other as they each tried to complete a large crime spree. But the Flash jailed them both. That just that just reads like a narcissistic criminal of like, I'm going to make this news reporter who obeys the law love me by doing the worst heinous crimes. I can oh, Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean but it also fits both Captain Cold and Heat Wave.
0: It does. I almost feel like in, in the saddest way though, that's kind of it's endearing because crime is what they are both the best at. Yeah. So like it's not like they can impress her with their other talents. They just they're just like they're like, How do I impress this girl? Well what are you good at? I got you.
1: Um, <laughs> well it depends. It, later in life you got mick writing books i mean he's got something <laughs> i okay yep no you do have granted, that grant that was much later in life and in the the tv series but true i don't think they ever touch on that in the
0: comics there was no mention of it that'd be cool though if they did right <laughs> i'm actually i did during the research i did kind of enjoy this character i i would like to get some books on him <laughs> and and captain cold if i could
1: so, eventually, Mick would go straight, much like his partner, uh, <laughs> due largely to manipulations of the top. Uh, he would take a job as a firefighter consultant uh, using his vast knowledge of fires and heat, which, you know, makes sense. It's kind of like Snart taking the I'm-going-to-steal-your-stuff-back kind of job.
0: I mean, we're kind of, like, like we discussed last time, uh, <laughs> hire criminals to do criminal, like, stop yep. criminal things.
1: <laughs> so he would also become good friends with Barry Allen, whose secret identity as the Flash would be discovered by Rory years before. Rory later succumbed, succumbed to an offer by abracadabra of gaining respect and infamy in the world. He and four other members of the Rugs would sacrifice themselves quite unwittingly to unleash the demon Neron. Which, I mean, he's a criminal, of course, he's going to fall to the, the concept of Fame and glory. Oh, yeah. That's he, what half of them start for. That,
0: and also just like just knowing him being a, you know, fire eater and like working in the circus. Clearly he's he's doesn't mind being in the public eye and fame like, and glory. Clearly would he be.
1: wants to be in the public eye.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of works out. It, I mean, well, it didn't work out for him, but the lie uh, in the end, it does. Oh, true. Uh, let's get into that. Later, Neron returned the soulless bodies of the five to Earth in a plan to force Flash into a deal. The five rogues each possessed incredible powers and and, uh, wreaked havoc, death, and destruction before Neron was forced by Flash to halt their actions and return their souls to their bodies. So kind of a...
1: He got. So, so it was kind of a temporary setback in all their lives where they didn't exist for a minute and now they're back and, well, then they continue doing their stupidity.
0: I mean, you know, criminals got a criminal. <laughs> and uh, at least they got back, though. Yep. Because, yeah, no, no. Uh. That sounds like a cheap deal. And I kind of feel bad. Like, there, I love how the fact that we're starting to learn more and more about villains where you kind of feel bad when bad things happen to them because you're like, they're not bad guys. I mean, some of them. Some of them. That's why I'm saying some. I'm like, yes, they're bad guys, but they're not bad guys. <laughs> like, they didn't deserve getting their bodies possessed by a demon. Right.
1: I mean, maybe Mick kind of. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he. <laughs> Depending on the, the point in time, yes, he, he probably does. Yeah, but he clearly
0: reformed his ways at some point. So, you know, I think he deserves a second chance. Well, he got it. <laughs> he, he did. Okay, so um, that's kind of it for Origins on this character, folks. Uh, let's get into, like I said, bit of a short episode this week, but a fun one. I've, I'm enjoying these short ones. Okay, so let's get into Equipment and Weapons. So heatwave suit, uh, Mick at one point used a flame retardant suit that was covered and created with asbestos. He has since ditched the older suit in favor of one created by the Crime Tailor, which that sounds like a character we should probably do one of these days.
1: Eventually, yeah. <laughs> Almost remind Marvel actually has a kind of a version of that. I mean, they all do. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> got to make the suits for everybody.
0: Oh yeah. Now, I do like the distinction, though, that this is the crime tailor, like, which implies he works for criminals.
1: Oh, yeah. Because
0: I know Marvel has one who he makes everybody's
1: costumes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's the concept of why it's like an arms dealer. Yeah. Why sell to only one side.
0: Oh, yeah. I think his was uh we can get into that later. We're getting off topic. Uh, weapons. So, Heat Waves Heat Gun, a... Repurposed flamethrower that could not only create flames but increase the ambient temperature of the surrounding area, create small personalized firestorms, and incinerate targets without the use of fuel tanks. That's pretty interesting. Said, that's the impressive part. Yeah. Almost kind of, you almost kind of wonder if Stark helped him with that. Or not Stark. Snark. Wrong. Wrong universe. Snark. <laughs> uh, Captain Cold. Kind of wonder if Captain Cold maybe had a hand in helping him design it at some point.
1: I'm sure he probably helped him tinker with it. Since essentially, especially like if you go off the version in the, the Arrowverse, like both their guns are essentially very, very similar. Yep. they kind So of just, it's very likely that Snart had something to do with that.
0: They're literally kind of just reverse engineer versions of each other. Yep. And, that. and then uh, also pyrokinesis, because I do believe at one point he was part of the rogues that got those powers, Yeah, too. So that would make sense for him. And now abilities. Proficient with firearms. You know, kind of tracks. Uh, hand-to-hand co- combat. Basic. Uh, he beat down Murmur before uh, Captain Cold interfered. Don't know who Murmur is, and that's a... Damn, that's failure on my part. <laughs> but still, like, he's a tough dude. Like, oh, yeah. he's, he's not a slouch. He ain't no Batman, but he's uh, he can put up a fight. He also, his weakness, uh, Pyromania. Yeah, he, he goes a little too crazy with the fire sometimes. That's why he needs his buddy to keep him in check. Because...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much.
0: Yep. Okay, so uh, let's get into medias. Go.
1: So... In animated TV, he was originally supposed to be the villain, a villain for the third Super Friends series as a part of the League of Evil. But he, along with most others of that group, uh, would not show up at when it was changed to the Legion of Doom. And then he also appears in the Justice League Unlimited and Batman Brave and the Bold. So, not a whole lot when it comes to, to animated television.
0: Must have missed him in Unlimited.
1: It was probably a... a one episode kind of thing probably
0: more of a background character yeah because
1: i think he was a part of uh honestly i think he was part of the legion of doom or (laughs) like whatever it was in that series
0: oh when gorilla grod started it yeah i think he was a part
1: of that so he was just a small background character in a giant in a larger group
0: yep in the Unlimited series that makes sense okay
1: uh and then obviously he's in the tv uh arrowverse which we've already mentioned quite a few times as he shows up both in The Flash and then as a main character in DC's Legends of the Tomorrow. Which is definitely where he got a much larger build up of his character. And and, and it's kind of cool because when Snart disappeared he still kept going. And kind of became one of the senior leaders almost there. Especially in the last couple seasons. It was honestly his character arc
0: is probably one of my favorite ones in the whole series. Oh
1: definitely. That,
0: like Especially after they got rid of Captain Cold which I was really disappointed in. I kind of clung on to him. He clung on to the, the other half. Yeah. I was like, don't get rid of my fire boy.
1: <laughs> so in film, he would only appear as a non-speaking role in Justice League Flashpoint Paradox. So yeah, he doesn't have a lot of TV or movie appearances or anything like that. He's a very, very small character.
0: <laughs> uh, I think I remember him in that, in that movie. And yeah, non-speaking just in the background.
1: Yep. And he has a handful of of video games. Uh, He first appears in the NES Batman game. Uh, It would show up in Batman the Brave and the Bold, the video game, DC Universe Online, and again, the unknown DC Unchained. Mm, Yep. Um, He would also be mentioned in a clash between Wonder Woman and Captain Cold in Injustice 2. And would (laughs) appear in both Lego Batman 3, Beyond Gotham, and Lego DC supervillains. Which that one makes sense.
0: Yep, I mean that's the if there's one thing I can say about all the Lego games of like Marvel and DC, I do like that it does give a chance to like them to throw out these very oh, niche yeah. off the wall. Like I remember even in uh, the Marvel games, they have certain Shield agents who who it's like,
1: why? Right. Okay. Cool. Nice yeah, to know that. That was that exists. nice thing with like them, especially with the DC doing like the actual super villain game. Yeah. Which like Batman Beyond Gotham was kind of their first, I think attempt at doing the kind of the multiverse and having all the random characters. And it did pan out. So uh,
0: I honestly kind of want to buy the, the Lego suit, uh, super villains. We'll have to look into that. <laughs> yeah. Cause, um, I'm curious to just see what characters that I don't even know exist. Okay. And, uh, folks, that's kind of it for this character for this week. And uh, honestly, uh,
1: Joker, what do you think? You a fan? I'd de- definitely say yeah. Not quite as much of a fan as, like, Captain Cold. But definitely the Pyromania definitely hits uh, hits close to home. Same, same. <laughs> I'll
0: admit, I'm a, I'm kinda, I, he's kind of grown on me. Became a big fan. Honestly, probably because of Legends is why I kind of became a huge fan of the character. Same. And especially the actor they got to portray him. Beautiful.
1: And especially since that's the main reason we even know him. Exactly. So uh, not much.
0: <laughs> so honestly, if I could find some comics on him, I think I might those might be my next graphic novel purchases. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, comic, cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time. You're a fan too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.